This is Father Jared Kramer from St. John's Episcopal Church in Grand Haven, Michigan, here with today's edition of Christian Mythbusters, a regular segment I offer to counter some common misconceptions about the Christian faith. One of my favorite things to do this year with my wife and four-year-old daughter has been to drive around the area and see some of the amazing Christmas decorations that our residents have put up. Truth be told, if I was in charge of it, my house would be about as decorated as it is that of Clark Griswold, but marriage involves compromise, and so I try hard to kind of hold myself back. Of course, the central part of many decorations, particularly at churches, is the nativity scene. In this artistic depiction, we see Mary and Joseph around a manger, a feeding trough, really, where the baby Jesus lies asleep. Often these images of the Holy Family are surrounded by shepherds and angels and sometimes even the wise men, though the Feast of the Wise Men is not really until Epiphany on January 6th, and biblical scholars think their visit was probably to a toddler Jesus instead of an infant, but I digress. All of this focus on the Holy Family raises some interesting questions for today's Christian. Because if we can resist the temptation to sentimentalize the Holy Family, I think we will find in them a profound critique of contemporary American Christianity, particularly when it comes to immigration. So this week I'd like to take a moment and bust the myth about Christians and immigration policy, particularly looking at it through the lens of the Holy Family. After the beauty and joy of the Christmas story, we learn of the murderous rage of King Herod, who was afraid of this newborn Messiah, afraid he would threaten his throne. And so Herod commits an act of genocide, killing a bunch of children. The father of Jesus, Joseph, is warned in a dream about this violence, and so the Holy Family flees to Egypt. That is right, faced with a violent political situation at home, they flee to another country for safety. They are political refugees, and their flight under the cover of night means that they probably resonate much more with undocumented immigrants in our own country than many Christians realize. In my own church, Episcopal Migration Ministries has supported immigrants and migrants of all kinds for decades. The ministry dates back to the 1930s when our church worked to resettle people fleeing Nazi Europe. A poster from 1938 that our church put out shows an image of the Holy Family fleeing Egypt, and at the top of the poster it said, In the name of these refugees, and at the bottom, aid all refugees. It's very distressing to me that so much of American Christianity has been co-opted by nativism and anti-immigrant rhetoric to the point that the supposedly conservative Christian viewpoint is to restrict immigration and many Christian supporters of the current administration were in favor of its drastic reduction in the number of refugees our country would accept, a, a shameful, shameful change in our policies. This is not only un-American, after all, unless your blood comes from native people, your family were immigrants at one point too, but it's also unchristian, as our Lord told us that the welcome we show to strangers, a word more accurately translated as immigrants, that this is the welcome we show to him. As we look to 2021 and the opportunity to rebuild our society and our churches, as we look to an incoming democratic administration, I would urge Christians of all political views to reflect upon the Holy Family this year. Reflect upon the fear they felt when they fled violence, when they crossed a border in secret, all to keep our Lord safe. And I say Christians of all political views because we must remember that though the Democratic Party likes to talk a good talk about immigration reform, they have not been the friend of the immigrant, at least not in quite a while. 
I truly believe that one of the most pressing human rights issues facing our country is immigration reform, and we must hold this new administration to account, ensuring they work to fix a system that is currently deeply, deeply broken. So, when you see pictures of refugees seeking entry into our country, when you see videos or images of caravans of immigrants fleeing violence and poverty in South and Central America, remember, our Lord travels in these groups. Our Lord is waiting to see if we will rescue him in the immigrant and the refugee, if we will have room for him. In short, Emmanuel is indeed coming to us this Christmas, the question is whether or not we will open the gates of this country and let him in. Thanks for being with me. To find out more about my parish, you can go to sjegh.com. Until next time, remember, protest like Jesus, love recklessly, and live your faith out in a community that accepts you but also challenges you to be better tomorrow than you are today.